everyone, I'm Kari. Hey everyone, I am Bree. Hey everyone, I'm Annalisa. And this is CSI Talk. There is this two robbers who wants to rob a house, rob the house of the guy, but to break into the safe. But they ended up finding the remains, just like a couple episodes in the original run, in which thieves would go into the house and find a corpse. Meanwhile, Ellie in, in the lab sits on the sheriff cleaning Max's office, which well, honestly it hurts. So it appears that GSR have established themselves themselves with Josh reconstructs at his crime scenes so i don't believe the judge is not even going to complain at this point he's just gonna let them take his place so person tells sarah about janice wood which is Anson wick's new expert witness sarah's rings she fell from her hands while she's taking the glove and person complains that she's not eating enough which is taking the straight from the campaigns you know if you have read some CSI fanfics, you know that there's like two jokes that really have a great history in the fanfics. Is Sarah doesn't eat a lot and Grissom's knees are bad. <laughs> like this are the <laughs> <laughs> longest running jokes in the fanfics. And Sarah, when, when Grissom tells Sarah that she's not eating, Sarah literally looks at him like, well, you want to you wanna go there? Okay, let's go there. The stress is getting to you too, you know. And then the other sheriff calls her, and he sends her and Grissom to the crime scene. And when the camera sweeps around the house of the Vic, we see like this Sherlock coat and hat. So I see you, Jason Tracy. I see you. I love that reference. <laughs> I literally screamed when I saw that. And the Vic's body was dissolved with sulfuric acid and hydrogen peroxide. Uh, it essentially rips through organic matter and breaks down the, the body to, mo to its most basic elements. And the indentation on the wall is something that is going to keep bugging Grissom throughout the whole episode. Because probably he's like, how is somebody that tall makes that indentation? Sarah tells Ransom, which is Ellie and Josh, if you don't know it, that's their ship name, to go and talk to the wife of the ex-wife of the Vic while she and Grissom take care of the crime scene. And in the meantime, Max is watching a basketball game and taking pictures of a man. We don't know why she's doing that at that point in the episode, but we're gonna find out later. So now we see a whole sequence of Sarah and Grissom collecting the goo, because it's really disgusting. And she realized she lost her ring inside the goo, and Grissom is like, Look, Hugo's gonna t he's gonna have to go through this go, and he's gonna find it. <laughs> At this point, I'd be like, just get me anyone. I want the one there is that is in the middle of human remains. Well, Max's son comes back home while Max is baking, and he realizes that she has this envelope that Nora Cross sent it to her with the cases that of uh, people that Ansem represented in the court. And he tells her that if she needs an accessory, an accessory or an alibi, just gives it just to tell the cops that he was with her. And he's going to confirm it. Like, we love that. So GSR is going through Ansem's trash yet again, because that's the only thing they can go through. And they have the idea, actually, Sarah has the idea to get Janice to help them with the case of the week. And Janice, she's, she's a forensic artist which means that she can she has like a 3d machine and can fake any evidence if she wants to so she has the, the capacity of faking evidence like Hanson needs it the undersheriff suddenly shows up he, he's really interested in the case this week right so while ransom are discussing the hodges case he shows up and ellie immediately starts talking about the case of the week saying that the victim 
had a lot of lawsuits against him and that could have been motive. So then we get our first COVID reference, which means that the timeline that CSI Vegas is happening is post-COVID where everyone is vaccinated. Okay, so Ransom and Sarah in the morgue, they go through the goo and Sarah is like literally there just trying to find her ring and then Hugo is like, oh, I hope you don't think that's a bad omen. And Sarah's like, what? And Hugo tells her, well, just I, I was in Peru with my first wife and I lost the ring. We got a divorce three, mo- three months later. <laughs> okay. And then while he's analyzing the bones that they are taking out of all of the goo, he tells them that they got two victims out of the pipes because he has you know, two femurs and they are in different sizes, so that means two victims. So Ransom go back to the house and Ellie finds the bullet that killed the Vic. And after they go back to the lab to process the bullet, Hugo tries to use a metal detector to find Sarah's ring. But the thing is, when the metal detector goes through the goo, it would respond naturally because the body of the Vic was was brought down to its most basic elements, which means that the salt would react with the metal. When Josh arrives at Max's place, Max, she is on a call with Marcus, you know, that, that FBI guy from the plane episode. And she says she only trusts Josh to help her with this. Okay, so later, like the next day, I think, Ransom, they go investigate a suspect, and Josh won't tell Ali who he went out with. Then when we go back to the lab, Grissom reads lips, and he realizes that Ansem is pretty pissed that the lab had to contact Janice to help them with the case. And the undersheriff goes to Grissom, he's like, I'm not happy with it. And Grissom's like, yeah, like, do I care if you're happy or not? Okay. And... People don't know that. Some people forget that Grissom reads lips. Like, he does read lips. He almost lost his hearing on season four, if I'm mistaken. So, he knows how to read lips. So, Sarah is in the morgue with Hugo. And she's she finds a thief. And Hugo tells her. Actually, that's when Hugo tells her why he went to Vegas. I believe Anna has a whole TED talk about it. I do. I have words. You know, I thoughts, ideas, feelings. Hugo said he went to Vegas because of his wife, which is the same reason why Sarah went Sarah to Vegas. Went. I was kind of hurt that she found the, those teeth so quickly because I really wanted to see how that conversation was going to keep going. Yeah. I've said it since the beginning. I love Hugo with my entire heart, and he did not disappoint this week. <laughs> it was cool to learn that he was, you know, originally from New York, or at least, you know, that's where he was based. I know. Did anybody love how he realized how quickly he stuck his foot in his own mouth when they're like him and when Allie and Josh and everybody's in the room? <laughs> But by the way, the way that Josh and Allie were so quick to be like, we're going to move things along. We're getting our glimpses of the family that like is forming, you know what I mean? It's adorable. And then even Hugo just sort of like coming into the room when Sarah's looking for the teeth, like, no, no need to be in there. There's no pretense that he doesn't even try to start with like, oh, how's the case going? Did you, did you find anything else? Have you... He just like sits down and he's like, let me start telling you about my life. <laughs> it's, it's adorable because for people like Grissom and Sarah, who are so closed off when it comes to like other like sorts of friendships and relationships, the fact that they have somebody like Hugo now who will literally just sit down and just go, what do you want to know? I'll tell you everything. I trust you guys now, even though I've only known you for three months. <laughs> and also the time jump in the episode. Oh, okay. So when she finds the team, uh, Hugo tells Sarah to go and get Josh to help her because he's really good at it. You know, once again, proving like, Josh can not only see how a crime scene happened, like how the crime scene got to its, you know, to how they find it, but also he knows how to do that with remains, apparently. So it kind of like shows how him and Ellie will balance each other and help each other, which is, which is good, right? Yeah. So they reconstruct the smile of the pick. And they realize that the second they have two victims in the tub, and one of them was a twin. So they find out that the ex-wife got the chemicals necessary to dissolve the bodies, but Grissom is not convinced that it was her because of the damn in the wall. She, he's like, how is a 
petite mother of two going to make that indentation on the wall. And then we go to Max and Max is still taking pictures of the suspects. Okay, it makes absolutely no sense until then. So Sarah, she again goes through Anson's trash and she confronts Anson and like, girl, girl, what, what was that? What did you do? I like, girl, I love you, but I cannot defend you if you're going to pull some down that shit that your husband would. We've said it time and time again. Grissom is what now, Kari? Grissom is a dumbass. And I well, look, at this point, I have to just think that it's rubbed off on his wife. (laughs) Because there's no other explanation for that. Sarah, what the fuck? Girl, what did you do? So she goes back to the lab and she's going through the trash and Grissom's like, oh, my trash. But before that, Grissom was going through the, through, through the goo to find the, the rain and he does find it. That man went through <laughs> so much human remains to find that ring. Like, get yourself a husband that would do that for you, okay? Yeah, like I said, get you a spouse that will go through human goo to get you that ring back, okay? That man really loves his wife. I mean, technically, he may have been there to get the bullet fragment and the bullet jacket as well, and the ring was there, but you know what? He would have been looking for the ring. I think yeah, he if he didn't find the ring, he would have won a new one made. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would have made sure his wife got a ring back. Whether or not it was the same ring, that was, you know, to be determined. Well, and then, so Sarah's going through the trash, and she tells Grissom what she did, and Grissom is like, Sarah! Yeah, that man is going to have a heart attack of the things that his wife is doing. Like, can you imagine if if Greg, Max, and Sarah were put to work in a case together, Grissom would lose his hair. Just because That's... of the shit that the, yeah. they would do. So, well, he, he got so scared because Sarah confronted Ansem that he totally forgets to, to give her back the ring. Max, she goes to the lab to process the evidence that Sarah found, like, their besties. Okay, I've got confirmation. Paula Newsom confirmed it to me on Twitter. This mm-hmm. morning, I, I don't know if it was this morning, but I only saw it this morning. It was. That Sarah and Max are besties. Okay, so if Paula, we if love to see queen, it. We love to Paula see it. Paula Newsom said they are besties. They are besties. They are besties. Paula Newsom even tagged Georgia Fox in that in it too. So I yeah, think both besties be, like too. I'm gonna be waiting on Georgia's answer. So when the, Sarah goes back to you know the, probably GSR has a whole unit in the lab just it's just theirs right now and Grissom is clearly pissed and she, he's like how many laws did you two break and so it's like a couple and I'm like Grissom you never broken a law to solve a case so Grissom is like massaging Sarah's shoulders which is great because we love to see Grissom and Sarah having this displays of affection at work like we love to see it so Grissom and Sarah prepare the experiment, which is happening outside because it's a chemical reaction. So he tells Ellie to press the button and it explodes. So what actually happened was that the explosion that reacted, that resulted from the mix of sulfuric acid and hydrogen peroxide, it, it generated so much energy that it exploded and the twin who died had this, his head smashed against the wall and his body got dissolved. And then I love how he, he literally, Grissom tells Allie, another fine mess you've gotten us into, Allie. Like, I love that. Can we have, in season two, can we have more interactions like this between Allie and Grissom? That would be so... It's what we wanted. Oh, Didn't we say when we were talking about our dream pairs, by the way, that we wanted to see? Yeah. Grissom and Allie, Sarah and Josh, and we got some really great moments this week. Mm-hmm. So after they solved this case, Grissom and Sarah are about to go into the courtroom because of the Hodges trial. And Grissom gives Sarah her ring back. And I think it's safe to assume that they got married again, like for the third time, third time the charm, am I right? So Hodges is late to his own trial. I've realized that in my rewatch that Sarah's so like, Hodges is going to be late for his own <laughs> Only Hodges trial. would be late to his own trial. And it's... <laughs> Anson fires Janice. And Grissom and Sarah realize that if Janice knew something, 
Anson would have killed her, so she doesn't know anything. So Sarah tells Grissom that they are out of time. And then Max, in the meantime, Max and Josh find out that the man that Anson hired to hire a hitman to kill Brass, they find out who he was. But this, so this was our breakdown. We're going to talk about the main bullet points that we want to. First of all, GSR working together again. Who didn't miss that? I certainly did. Well, before we get into that, can I say, GSR working together, but also just watching Grissom work a crime scene, oh, yes. honestly, made me so happy. The last time we saw Grissom and Sarah working together, working together before CSI Vegas, they were working together, the last case they worked on, was the was on immortality. And they weren't really working because Grissom was trying to Grissom? prove that the Hatter wasn't the one, and he wasn't really going for the crime scene in the, in the, at the no, same well, time. Yeah. Him and Sarah were having arguments all throughout the, the whole investigation. That, that's until a bomb almost blown up and for some protected her first, but whatever. And then we see them in 2021, like we've got a whole sequence of them, you know, just processing the house, like, oh, I love that. It was cool. And you know what I love specifically about it is that we've been saying this, you know, for what weeks now? We've been dying to see more montages of them like doing science shit, like mm-hmm. yeah. more like them processing the scene, but also like more than just processing the scene. They were like actually getting the goo, but also not even just that. They were like Grissom petting the figurine. Grissom petting that fucking Jaguar. Like they, I was obsessed with it. That was fucking hilarious. But also them later on in the episode, them later on like processing Anson's trash. Um, trying to think of other moments but basically all of their cool mo- the one thing i was screaming about the whole episode honestly guys the fucking science experiment at the end where they figure out that it was the like explosion of the like combustible like chemicals together is what caused everything i was like where's this been eight weeks eight weeks and i'm barely getting one of these recreations yeah we saw ali and josh with the knives and that was fun oh no, i want like no, we, we i want saw, to see science we, we saw some things but yeah that that's that's what i missed but but again, I mean, this season one, this season one, exactly. this is the first season, so they had to get um, their kinks. They're working through their own kinks. I mean, even even most of the like cast and everybody, like, they'll admit that like it wasn't until like episode six that they started to really start to mesh together. Anyway, so you're not, you know, it yeah. you know, it takes time. It takes time. You get all these random, you get all these random people together. It takes a little while before you get, like, yeah, you get your juices flowing. Also, it's something like this where it, it is so beloved and like has such a like a history about it that we all are like know and love. It's going to take a second before they can get up to that level, you know? Exactly. Uh, but anyway, back to GSR being GSR. I, everybody's I thoughts. Can I have that. everybody's thoughts, please, on Sarah's reaction about losing the ring and Grissom's reaction about her losing the ring, please? I don't think Grissom was to worry about that because he thinks that the relationship is so solidified that a ring doesn't really matter to him. <laughs> but she was terrified because the last time she had to take out this ring, he asked for a divorce when he was gone elsewhere in the Pacific. <laughs> so she was True. <laughs> yeah, so I think she 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 maybe thought that was a bound because she finally got to marry the main the man she's been in love with for almost half of her life. And when she finally gets it and they go back to working together, she lost weight because she's so anxious and nervous about the hardest case. And you can and tell she's lost weight. Yeah. The well, ring falls the out of her of her hands. I think she was worried. She she thought maybe she thought that Grissom would be somehow disappointed or let down hmm. because he did said that he he did said that he she wasn't eating anything. So she she probably thought that he was going to say something stupid like, "Well, that's what you get for not eating," like something like that. But he didn't. She never did. Well, yeah, but I think she she was worried. Yeah, she, she probably she was worried. She was she she thought that Grissom may this wouldn't happen, but she she probably thought that Grissom would get tired of of being back in Las Vegas, being in the CSI again. Even though he's technically he's not, but <laughs> he's just an advisor. But maybe she thought that he would just be like, "Oh, peace out, gonna be back to my boat." Yeah. So I. I did read something earlier, shout out to Addicted to Storytelling, for one second, and it is essentially that the idea of her losing the ring and everything, right, and like the, like him kind of being like stressed out, the both, of the, the both of them being stressed, is that the like reason behind it is the case, 
it's the case that they're on. It's the the fact that they've kind of been dragged back to Vegas. But there was something very specific that she mentioned that I was like, you know what? That's what I keep forgetting about. And that is what makes so much more sense. And it makes kind of everything. It, it kind of makes our it kind of makes all of Sarah's behavior in this episode just makes so much more sense. And that's the idea that, like, okay, we've already said, they've been in town probably three, four months, right? Yeah. So they've been in town this yeah. long. They kind of got dragged back. Well, let's put it this way. Sarah got dragged back, and then she dragged her husband into this, right? So she dragged her husband into this, and now he's having to testify. They're trying to save their friend's life. And if all of this goes badly, her husband could potentially be seeing prison time, her included, so now, on top of all of this culminating, they've been in town. Three months is not that long. You know what I mean? That'll go by in the blink of an eye before you realize it. And so to have all of that go be going down around them, that is the, like, the key to, like, all of her stress and everything like that. So her way of, like, managing it would be the, the way that most people would, would be. And that would be to, like, redirect the attention that you would should be putting on, like, what's actually causing the stress and redirecting it to something else. In this case, it would be the, like, fact that she's lost this weight and now she's lost her wedding ring. So suddenly she's, like... You know, Sarah being Sarah, baby girl, being the more emotional of the two. And I use that with air quotes because I hate when people say that about women. But in this case, we will say that about Sarah purely because she's the one that's more likely to show her emotion. And like, even with the like weird, like hints from like Georgia and everybody that their like marriage is slightly rocky or they've been arguing. I really do think that it's all of this stress is being put on them. And so it's coming out and seeming like their marriage is right. Like, you know what I mean? But in reality, it's just her worried that like, if they fuck this up, really, if she fucks this up, people go to prison and people she loves go to prison for things they yeah. did not do. You know what I mean? And the one thing that I, that I read that literally, like I've like had to stand up because I was like, that's what it is. Her husband being potentially brought up on similar charges, Max losing her job, all because Sarah's been the main one. Like, I got this guys. We got this. Follow my plan. We're going to do it this way. And we're going to do it this way. And it's fine. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. From the beginning, she's been saying that too. She's like, no, Hodges is innocent. Trust me. Trust me. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to figure this out. She's talking to Hodges and his wife. She's like, we're going to, we got this. We got you. And now it's all sort of like falling apart now. And we're headed towards the end. Like of, you can kind of see the like finish line of this and it doesn't end well for any of them involved. So now this is like really starting to like work on Sarah's like mindset, I guess. So like, I Sarah's always been a warrior about everything. She always just wanted to find the proper case, and Grism has always been. Sarah needs more a therapist. Like, I'm sorry, I said what I said. Sarah yeah, needs, she a, does. needs a therapist. And Grism has always been laid back, and he knows that in order to find stuff, you need a calm, rational mind. In the first scene of Sarah trying to clear the ring, he could tell she wasn't calm looking for it. But then when Grism went to go look for the bullet, he was calm, and he found it. And of course, when he put, it, put the ring on her finger and she basically was in tears. That was just every GSR fan's love to see that. Yeah. I think Sarah is just anxious. I think Sarah is on the brink of, of a panic attack or an anxious attack. <laughs> That's just going to be her, like, just, just her, like, brimming, like, right under the edge for the rest of the season, like, on the brink of, like, some sort of breakdown. Well, yeah. Sarah's never seen a good marriage except the one she now now has with Grism. Because every other marriage you've seen has either ended in divorce or, you know, her, her parents' marriage, death. Yeah. So I think she's worried because of that, too. Yeah. And well, Kari, you were talking about how much you loved Anson's speech. <laughs> okay, so Anson, my dear, your speech was great. I mean, His I, sisters you were better. Me. Your sister was better. But yours was, yours was pretty good. I I was just, you know, you had me. I was scared. CSI never really scared me that much, but I was. But then when you said, Dara, you lost me. I started laughing. It really threw me out of it. It really threw me out of it. I was so like, oh, this is so good. And then he said that I went, oh, you fucked it up. You fucked it up. You should learn it with your sister so how to give big. an evil monologue. His ego is so big. His ego is bigger than every character we've seen in CSI. But what I do expect. Uh, he's like the evil version of Hodges. Yeah. Like, well, I think he thinks he's like this badass, like, lawyer. But, like, he, you know what it reminds me of is the, um, <laughs> here's a reference. I don't know if it's too much of a, of a millennial reference for any, anybody else to get it. But Anson's giving me too much of the pick me vibes. My, my guy's too much of a pick me. He's too much of a pick me. Oh, it's like, guy. He's a pick me girl. He's a pick, he's a pick me guy. Like, you're like, calm down. 
You know what I mean? Meaning like he's got that sense of entitlement where like you're like, nobody even said you were that good at it to begin with. Stop just assuming that you're like the one that we should all choose. He's a puppet. Exactly. Yeah, so that's why I think it's this is a lot bigger than we think. Or that. Or, yeah, you know what I mean? Or or even even if his sister's not the puppet master, the fact that like Anson clearly isn't the like the real bad or like the like big bad guy, like he's not the top of the food chain in this case. Like he's just the, the heavy the strong man in this. He's the guy that's like they sent down to go do their dirty work. And now that he's kind of being confronted with this, he's kind of like, Oh well, yeah, no, totally, yeah, I'm I'm totally the bad guy. Let me let me try to intimidate you real quick, Sarah. Oh god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be doing that now for Oh. oh, it's so bad. It's like, so... even Best Derek never said Sarah like that, and he was a bad guy. <laughs> no, no shame to how he delivered that line. I just think the way you you pronounced, you pronounced her name was a little weird. That's all. It kind of took something away from the monologue. <laughs> I think the Sarah took it away from the monologue. I'm alive. Yeah, there was something about it. It was. There was so much he could have said. Nothing. Of he Sarah. Said nothing. He could have just kept it at UCS. Yeah, he could have. They talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> they keep adding too much at the end. But hers was still a lot more threatening than his. Yes. I just, okay. I was oh, just sorry. shaking my head at his ego. I kind of like that he has such a big ego because I kind of like the idea that like his downfall is going to be really satisfying. Yeah. I'm going to really enjoy seeing the CSIs bringing him down. But we're going to end up with a cliffhanger, so I'm not sure we're going to get rid of him so easily. Who knows? Maybe if he is just a puppet, we get a cliffhanger yeah, of just, I, a I'm, shadowy I'm figure that, of the puppet master. I'm thinking that this is the case. I'm thinking that this is the case with him. There, I think there's somebody a lot more powerful at stake here, and the <laughs> Ansem's job is literally just to divert the attention. And it's probably someone we know. Someone we never thought Ooh. would do this. Because they did say we were going to see some original faces. And if it's more than Georgia, Billy, Paul, and yeah, Wallace, actually. Like, who is it, who is it then? My, my vote's still on Catherine popping up for a second at the end. Just to pay the bills. I just got an idea who might <laughs> be, be the like, mastermind. Yeah, yeah, you know, those two dumbasses that we <laughs> no, can have, no. that'd be good too. But before we go into our theories, just... We have to talk about some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Max going in the cover. Girl, I love you. Paula, oh, baby girl. I, I could I tell... Conclusion, I need Paula does need some wardrobe from CSI Vegas. Like, I need that. I, I need... It's not a it's not a want, it's a need. Like, I don't even wear hats, but I'm gonna wear those hats, man. <laughs> Oh, I could tell it was hot before you even pivoted to her face because of her nails. I, I, I mean, I, just, I love her nails. My nails are long too. Yes, Paula, they represented me with the long nails. Oh, stop <laughs> it. I have to have short nails for walk, so. I, I have to say, Paula, Max, my loves, my true loves. Baby girl, what were you doing at that basketball court watching those grown ass men play basketball in the middle of the day, dressing like Carmen well, San Diego herself? Oh, I know why she was there. I just, I know, I know why she's there. I'm just like, baby girl. You literally said, let me find the most conspicuous hat that I own, and I'm gonna wear that because that's gonna make me blend. She did the opposite of the Marvel undercover. Okay, <laughs> she did the opposite she, she of the, of, of the Marvel MCU. Come out like, oh, I'm so sorry. So she is a part of the MCU. I, I take it back. I forgot for a brief moment there. I forgot she is technically a part of the MCU. In that case, she did not take a. She did not take a page out of their book and do the usual ball cap. Rogers and yes. Her, and wore, like, a baseball cap with... I love her, honestly, more because she chose that outfit. Like, I honestly, like, I, she got a little bit more love out of me because she's like, uh, I don't have to go to work. I'm going to dress how I want to dress. And this is how I'm going to go look at these hot men play, play basketball all day. Also, baby girl, we need to teach you how to take some, pic some pictures more, more, more secretly. Because, secretly, sorry, because what was you doing? You, you were <laughs> out here just like this. And when the guy yeah. went to talk to her, she's like, go sit down Oh, baby, yeah, come on, get that. Not suspicious at all, honey. Uh, I really loved it. I really did. I, you know, and you know what? We have to. I, first of all, Max, not not the like head of the crime lab, Max. I'm gonna call that. I'm gonna call her Vacation Max for right now, because that's that's technically what she should be doing, but she's not. But Vacation Max, honestly, she. She's dealing with this the right way. She's baking at home when her son is home to try to like set up an alibi. I'm like, oh no, honey, I've been at home baking these cookies all day. I have not 
been watching some grown men play basketball and been been breaking a few laws to try to get casework. No, baby, I'm just here making cookies. Like you want to see the proof? Look, look, I'm, I'm, look, look at my oven. You know, look, look at the, the cake. Look at the cakes that I make. I make. I've been out here for like two two weeks and I've made like pancakes and I've taken some to 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 the Grissoms and I'm gonna take more to their pan house. Guys, can I have a moment to appreciate that Nora is still in play and she's still helping everybody? Yes. Okay. I said it. I said it all the time. I love her. And what is she? She's proving more and more why she's going to be a valuable resource to these guys. Honest, is it too much? Is it too much, guys, to hope that in the events we get a season two, we keep her around? No, it's not. I wanted to. I kind of wanted to hang around some more. Like, I kind of. Oh, you know what? I think we may have finally. We may, we may have finally found. What's the, how am I trying to describe this? What Nora is now is what I wish they would have done with Sophia way back when. Yes. Like, I feel like that is a great opportunity yeah. to have a new character in the, in the mix. Like, yes, yeah, I, I, mean, want, I want to see more of that. full of women. Like, we love to see it. Honestly, we do. We love to see it. More women, please. The reality now, like, when mm-hmm, Paula mm-hmm. and Georgia went to, to the top to promote the show, they said there are, the, there are a lot of more women working on Forensic, the lab yeah. on the on the police department right now so our next bullet point is the evolution of ransom can i just say love to see it love how they are interacting with each other i have to reword this because i've been a fan of them this whole time I, there hasn't been a point i know that i know too. it's a very it's very polarizing we however have all three collectively agreed that we enjoy all of the characters this season but yes. i will say personally it has taken a while for both characters we don't like him so he can go fuck no we you know what we though like, you know what? i still gotta love him like, as a character though Where we're seeing them now, like, developed as characters, really loving it. I really am. Genuinely enjoying seeing where they are now. Their back and forth and the banter is a lot more natural. I can really see how, like, Matt Loria and Mindeep are, like, coming into their own as these characters. And I'm genuinely excited to see where they go. And how good they are all. Yeah, because on the videos videos that they post of both of them exploring the lab is just too funny and I love it. If you haven't seen those videos, just go. Go watch them. They're great. And also on Instagram and Twitter, too. So now, we've come to the final part of our bullet points, which is theory time. Another theory time. Because we've got, we had an episode specifically to talk about theories. But now, we've got more theories. Why? Because we've seen this week's episode. So, (laughs) first of all, and Anson wouldn't fire his expert witness if he didn't already had a plan B. So he knows somebody and this somebody is coming. And since we're talking about familiar faces, my money is on Ackley. But if it's not Ackley on the courthouse, I'm going to be I'm not gonna be upset. But they did lost a chance there. Um, You're not going to be mad. You're going to be disappointed. Yeah. So after watching this week's episode, I don't think Brass or Sarah were really the targets. He, he had to do, Ansem had to do some digging, some investigation to know that out of everyone from Grissom's team, Brass is still kept in contact with Grissom and Sarah. He, there's no way he could get to Catherine because Catherine was, is in Ireland. And if he wanted to get to Grissom, he had to get to Sarah. But how is he going to get to Sarah? Brass, he probably analyzed every case that is being put on trial, right? So he knows that there is a deep relationship between Brass and Sarah because Sarah's dad died, and we all know that Brass and Sarah have this loving father-daughter relationship. So he never wanted to kill Brass. If he wanted to kill Brass, he could have done it himself, or he would hire someone better. He would not hire somebody like that because he knew the brass would fight back. So I'm thinking that he he has some shit, some unsolved business with Grissom. And the only way to get to get to Grissom is to get through to Sarah. Because Grissom only ever admitted to loving three people, his mom, Warwick, and Sarah. We don't know where his mom is. So and then Warwick, Warwick died. So we only got Sarah left. To get to Grissom, he has to come for his hearts. And we all know where his heart lies in Sarah. 
And I'm slightly concerned because when the series was announced that it's coming back, we had this miniature killers promos, you know, from, you know, scenes from season seven that had the you were wrong. So what, what does that mean? I, I thought that the miniature killer was going to need to come back. No, not only is it not going to come back, she could be set free because of all this shit going on in colleges. But she's not going to come back, at least not in this season. But I'm thinking that Ansem could get some page out of Natalie Davis' uh, murder book and do something to Sarah that would cause so much suffering to Grissom to the point in which Grissom would essentially go berserker. Like, because in season seven, we saw that he was distraught. He wasn't really focusing on anything. Like, the whole team had work because he he was either praying or just going over the evidence that everyone was collecting. So I'm guessing that now, since we've seen that Grissom, the husband, the loving husband who loves Sarah so much, he would kill for her. I'm thinking it could be a mixture between Natalie Davis and that stalker guy. Yeah, this Derek. And kind of force Grissom to do something against him. Or do something against Sarah that would make Grissom go mad. Because we all know that Grissom would kill for Sarah. We all know that. And we all know that Grissom wouldn't get caught. Because he would get rid of all the evidence. But I don't think this is kind of a dark turn. I don't think they would ever do that to Grissom. Right? Because, you know... Anthony Zyker really loves Grissom for some reason and always does something against her. On that note, when we get a season two and we get them going to this Comic Con, you know, Palifest, all of that shit, I'm gonna go dress up as Sarah Sato because, I mean, I'm a millennial Gen Z. I don't really know what I fit in because I was born in 98. You're a Gen Z. Millennial cut off is 96. Well, so technically, I'm a Gen Z, but whatever. I'm gonna go dress up as Sarah Sato and I'm gonna hold a fucking card up i'm gonna hold it like give sarah side of a break and when they use the microphone to speak i'm gonna say you know she has a, a a bomb was blown off she was held hostage she was run over she was put under a car you know she was almost guilty of murder because her so-called friends were ready to put her ass in jail and Everybody she knew was siding with her husband who was across the Pacific, you know. So can we just give my girl a break? She's earned it at this point, please. <laughs> you had me at the idea that that if and when the show comes back, we're going to have a Paley Fest panel. And I just got very, very excited. And I'm going to go dress up, you know, because, you know, I'm a Marvel and, fan, hey, I got tickets. I'm going to go dress up as my favorite character because that's the type of shit I do when I go to no, movies you to watch the, Look, to watch those when we get this Paley Fest, when we get this Paley Fest, we're going to need you to wear it. I need you to get, make sure that passport is in order. Make sure you get that flight over to America. I will oh, meet oh, you in no, Los Angeles. My passport is in order. I've checked it. Okay, see, I'm a me- I will meet you in Los Angeles. I am a member of the Paley, of, of Paley. Like, I got you. Oh. I got you. I paid for that. I got that. I got. I paid for. <laughs> I have a membership. Okay, won't get us tickets before anybody else. Okay, we will be there. I will be there hours early to be in that front row. <laughs> we're gonna be there. We're gonna take supplies. Okay. If we're, we yeah, well, I don't care. I'll take a whole whole day in LA. I don't care. Could be doing we're twenty other things supplies. while I'm in LA. I don't care. I'm gonna. I could be genuinely gonna... in Los Angeles looking for work. I will in fact be there. Too busy worried about the Paley panel. <laughs> so and I'm gonna I'm gonna dress up as Sarah Title because. Apparently, this wasn't a thing when the original show was running. People wouldn't go to, to those events dressed up as their favorite characters, but I'm going to go dress up as my favorite character. And you I'm going to even make it, I'm going to handmade the vest, the CSI vest, okay? You can buy, I'm I think gonna, you can buy. Or I'm going to buy, I don't care, I'm going to. She can buy, no, you can, I think it's blank though, but like, she'll, you'll, we'll, get it, we'll, get you, we'll get you a customized one. I'll, get, I'll make sure the font is the correct one. That way you get the sidal spelled correctly. You know, we'll, I got you. We can make sure it's legit. I'm going to get a haircut. Yeah. You know, my hair is longer than mine, but I'm going to get a fucking haircut. <laughs> I'm going to style. What, the, the I best? I have to dye my fucking hair. Oh, her hair. hair. I was like, what are we talking about here? Oh, her hair. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out, Brie. Okay, we'll figure yeah, it we'll out. We'll figure it out. I can't even wear a motherfucking wig, okay? I watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I know how to put on a wig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go dress up as Harris Hydro. I'm going to be at the front row 
and when Jason Tracy and Anthony Zucker get into the stage, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna make Anna help me with that because she's taller than me, so she's gonna help me. Oh no! <laughs> the, and now I'm getting roped into this. I said I would go with you. I didn't say I was. I'm joking. I'm, we're gonna hold the motherfucking car that says "Scary Sarah side a break." You'll have that card. My card. I'm gonna my... give them all the reasons why she needs a break. Your card will, will say that. My card will say, "Are you hiring?" <laughs> okay. So actually talking today, I also got a theory. I'm sorry for my theory. I'm excited. So yes. somebody who will be a recognizable face with only one episode, but the one episode she was in, she was at ADA and okay. said you two girls are you the master manipulator or you're my soulmate. Maddie Klein from season eight. Okay, well Maddie Klein. Because you know she she made mistakes. She made a mistake about with us talking to an informant in the area that he was from. That got him yeah, anything at this point would be possible, but I think it could be a, a character that we already knew and, and the problem we already know and showed up a lot more episodes, a few episodes at least. Shall I, shall I give a taste of my theory? Yes, please, because we all know where your theory leads and I don't really like it. Yeah, I Great. love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Also, if it's anywhere near correct, I will be I will be messaging people on Twitter and using whatever whatever small cloud I have to be like hi can I please have a job because I figured this out weeks ago. <laughs> um, and you will and you will have bragging rights in this podcast if you get it right. I don't even exactly. want the bragging rights. So I, I don't even care about the bragging rights at this you point. You can't even just... show this podcast as a proof that you got it right. <laughs> Any... <laughs> well, these do expire after thirty days. These recordings. Well, um, but, uh, oh, honey, no, well, we're we're them post them to the internet. Computers. Yeah. No. Okay. So my theory. Which came to me after we had our magnificent conversation confrontation between Sarah and Anson this week. And there was something about. There's something about the way that Sarah really, first of all, just let herself be known instead of just trying to hide. Showing all of her cards, just like her husband did. And so now we've pissed off both of the Wick siblings. And we've pissed them off where, unlike when Grissom went to go talk to Anna, she was really the, like... She was the one in command during that scene. Grissom was just sort of there. But when Anson and Sarah had their confrontation, there was some back and forth. And as she leaves, I cannot remember her life me, what her final line in the scene is. Do you guys remember? I don't remember what it is. No. She says something and it's like vaguely threatening. And then he says something vaguely, vaguely threatening back. And then she gets in the car to drive away. But there's a look in his eye when she drives away. I can't really pin anything on Sarah at this point. But now that's like Sarah's really truly coming and pissed him off now. So my theory is that by the end of all of this in the two weeks, Hodges gets kidnapped. Very, because whatever. Because that's the synopsis. Um, if you don't know, Hodges is going to get kidnapped. That's the synopsis. Yes, sorry. That's, the, that's in the synopsis for, for episode 10. Hodges gets kidnapped. It's also the end of the trial. And we're coming up to figuring out who the like mastermind is. Or I guess we're coming up to either figuring out who the mastermind is or finally proving that Anson was the one behind it all. Or that the Wixes were at this point, you know. And or so somebody else is controlling them. Yes. So my theory is, with Hodges being kidnapped, we're going to have that. That's going to be at the forefront of the episode. And I have a theory that Sarah is going to find herself in a predicament at the end of the episode. And that specific predicament will be, she's pissed Anson off so much that while they take him down, he's already set in motion events that they can't, like, that, that none of them know are happening. Meaning he's hired people, he's convinced people, he somehow has it in the works that whatever happens to him, Sarah still gets kidnapped and or something happens. I'm going with kidnapped by the end of the season. And so let's say for, you know, all intents and purposes, two thirds of the episode, we got Hodges, we find Hodges. And then suddenly everyone's like, great, we found Hodges. And now we have proof that Anson and Anna were behind this all. Great. Grissom and everybody goes to go, you know, round up the, the Wick siblings. While they're doing this, my theory is Sarah gets called away to go do something at the lab. Also, they keep hinting at Hodges' wife about to go into labor. I also think that, like, that may come back into play where his wife goes into labor and the la at the end of the episode, Sarah somehow gets roped into, like, <laughs> being with her at the time. So she's, like, away from the rest of the team, right? So now she's away from everybody else alone, essentially. Grissom and everybody else are off trying to get Hodges and, like, really get this case put together. So I told Kari, call back to Living Doll towards the end of yeah. the episode. We will have a conversation. Now, this is running on the idea that, like, Hodges' wife actually goes into labor in the finale. This could, you know... I think I think she will be because I feel like they've been like hinting at it enough throughout the season. Sarah goes off with you know the wife to go have the kid at the hospital. Towards the end of the episode, Grissom gets a phone call or he calls Sarah, one or the other, to kind of be like, "Hey, we found him. Everything's okay." And Sarah's like, "Oh my god, great! She had the kid. 
she's at the hospital. Everything's good. I'll meet you up at the lab. I'll meet you up at the hotel, so on and so forth. She's like, great, whatever. We'll see each other in a little bit. Love you, love you, bye, bye, bye. After this, we see Sarah get kidnapped. Then we cut to Grissom. He's back at the lab, hotel, anywhere. I'd like to think he's back at the lab, like kind of like wrapping everything up with everybody and like sort of celebrating. And then it's like only then that a nod to now, now a nod to grave danger. I think he gets a text message and or email and it has uh, an attachment to it, just like he would have got the package, just like he got the package in Grave Danger. And the attachment will lead him to a website where we will then see Sarah being, you know, held hostage somewhere. And now we end the entire season on a cliffhanger where we think we caught the bad guy. We got ants, we got we got the Wick siblings. Those are the ones behind everything. Aha, turns out it wasn't them. There's more people involved and now Sarah's gone. Now Sarah's gone missing, we don't know where she's at and we get to watch her on this like live live video feed. Well, so I put it out in the universe when we, when Anna told me that, um, gonna put out again get me on the zoom meeting with with jason tracy i'm gonna name i'm gonna do a whole powerpoint presentation that's reasons why he needs to give her side of a break and we're gonna put put videos of the past episodes like you know this happened to her and then this happened to her and then you know she got kidnapped and then she broke her arm and this this happened and then she went to costa rica grissom went after her and then they got married and a few years later they broke up and then He's almost, she's almost framed for murder. I, I think, I think it'll be a great way to end the season on a really good cliffhanger. Because it does make sense because of the, the promos that they release with mm-hmm. the season mm-hmm. that announced. We've had yes. one from Grave Danger and we've had, we had one from Grave Danger. One from, we've had the uh, miniature killer mentions. And then the miniature killer. So yeah, I think Sarah goes missing at the end. And honestly, you two don't want to see that. But, I mean, look, my theory, not saying, look, I want it to happen purely because I, I live for the drama. I want the drama. I need it, okay? I want to see, want to see Grissom. I just need a break. I want to see Grissom whenever his wife gets kidnapped. I want to see Max ready to fight a bitch when her bestie gets kidnapped. I want to see Hugo so overcome with emotion, he comes up from the morgue and is in the lab like, what do you need for me to do? What do you need? My bestie's been taken. What needs to be processed? Like, there is besties with everyone in this all, the, all, the, all of Sarah's best friends coming out the woodwork. Also, great way for Catherine to come into play, too. And Greg. Greg, too. And Greg. Greg. Great way for Catherine and or Greg to come into play. Sarah gets kidnapped. Oh, fuck no. Honestly, Call Greg, everybody Morgan, in. If, if Greg and Morgan are coming to in. help save Sarah, I look, might be willing to forgive him for what he did. I don't even think if Grass knows how a smartphone works. So. <laughs> This is also this is also reading too much into it, but like potential season two opener would be obviously everybody like trying to get to her and help her. We get to her, we help her. We, a better version of Dead Doll, basically. Catherine but yeah, and when Sarah gets the, the help that she needs and she goes to a therapist, please, please. We, oh, I need it in my life. Well, so that's my um, theory. I just want something to. I want. I want harm to come to Sarah by the. <laughs> my favorite character. If we get any hate comments, it's solely Anna's fault. That's fine, I'll take them. Come at me. Um, okay, so let's go to the ratings. Where's everybody's ratings? I know Anna's not gonna be the nine because we all we all know that she only she's only gonna Nobody give a nine. Nobody fucked this not up. happening, so. Yeah, sadly, couldn't give it to my ten rating. Bree, what 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 nine point what are we giving this week? Nine point five. Nine point five. Okay. Okay. Any specific reason why? I just love the whole episode from the weird figurines because. I'm a nerd myself, and I go to conventions, to Max going under cover, and of course, everything with the rain and the massage, and re- lip reading, of course. Okay. Which I know for my studies in ASL, it's not an exact science. And he's a scientist. Okay. Kari, what's your reading? You know, I, I gave a lot of thought to that today, because today was sick, I don't know why. So I'm going to give it... And 8.5, the five, the the half point comes solely because of the Sherlock reference. I got it. <laughs> I really got it. The A comes solely because my girl Max wasn't in the lab, and I hate that. Also, Anson's evil monologue could have been better. Could have been a <laughs> little more scary. Points off for the Sarah. Just say Sarah. Point, points off for that. So yeah, so mine's 8.5. Okay. Mine's is a, mine's a seven point three. Oh, oh, okay. 
Seven point three. Why? I think that's the highest I've rated any episode. This this was like even when we were watching it, I did I did say that this was genuinely genuinely my favorite episode this whole season. I was a little sad that it took eight episodes to get to this, but you know what? I'm gonna take what I can get, you know. And this was a really good like a very well thought out story. Like I love the idea that someone yeah. just because it happens like it just somebody thinks they have the perfect way to get away with murder and they don't and it fucks up and then they end up killing themselves in the in the process. Like there's just I love it, you know. And then I also have to say. First of all, directed by Benny Boom, which if you are a fan of mid uh, of early to mid aughts R&B and rap music, you know my guy because he has directed every famous music video from that era. So I love and he's been directing TV for a while now, too. But he he really delivered with the visuals this week. We got so many really good shots. So, so many, so many. I loved his directing. I love the writing for this episode. Like we said, we've got we got a great amount of GSR. Also, guys, do you know how excited I was that it didn't take the episode 20 minutes to start? Like, we started right <laughs> off the bat. By the, before the opening title sequence, I was like, oh my god, we've already started. We're not taking 20 minutes to start figuring out this case. I'm so happy. So yeah, all that being said, I, I genuinely enjoyed this week's episode. And 7 point, I said 7.3 or 7.2, I forgot. 3. 3, 7.3. 7.3, that is my rating. I really hope between next week and the last week... That I could get a, I can get an episode in eight. Like I really want to get like I really want to give that finale like a solid eight, maybe even like an eight and a half. Because so if Sarah gets kidnapped, you're gonna give an eight and a half. But if she doesn't, uh-huh. get kids, if Sarah gets kidnapped, if, <laughs> no, if, not even that. If Sarah's life is in danger, eight and a half. But like, but like an understandable amount of danger. I don't want like jumping in front of a car. Although if she jumps in front of a car again, honestly, I'm just gonna laugh so fucking hard. I'm not gonna be able to stop laughing if she throws herself in front of another <laughs> car. But if Sarah's life is genuinely put into danger, and or, I mean, it's too much to hope for Grissom's life to be put into danger at this point. Oh you know, whatever. No, no, no. It, it's, it's fine, it's like fine, it's fine, it's fine. That happens to his bestie. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But if it happens to Sarah, automatic 8.5 may even go higher than that. I don't know. We'll see what happens in the finale. We'll see what the cliffhanger is. Okay, so that was it for this episode of CSI Vegas, a CSI Talk and CSI Vegas. So, um, <laughs> don't miss next week's episode of CSI Vegas because I'm hoping it's a good one. Stay safe, everyone. Stay safe and don't miss next week's episode. Bye. Love you. Bye, y'all. Bye, everyone.